0: How very much I've loved you. How very much I've tried my best to give you a good life.
1: He said Jesus himself said the Son of God. in this law, he said, well, all the law and all the prophets. Childish manner, Scott and I impishly danced around his body before he was dead. Just Strangely enough, it was a rush, a teenager's rush.
0: They're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah! Hey, everybody, it's Strange Talk. It's another episode of Strange Talk Podcast. (laughs) Um, I'm here with the boys, and we're going to... Before we get into it, uh, so do you guys... Would you guys ever be? Do you guys know about like the freak show? Like, you, have you guys seen the episode of American Horror Story with the freak nah. show? No, I, I never got into. You that. never got into it. Okay, all right. Let's see. Do you? But do you guys know about sideshow attractions? Do you guys know about freak shows and stuff like that?
1: Like, lady yeah, with the beard yeah. and like the strong yeah. man. Yeah,
0: yeah, the strong man. Those, like that carny things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Would you Do you Would you guys ever? Do you guys think you could be a carny?
1: I'll be I, mean, I don't have any team. talents, but I'll I'll be part of the show.
0: Yeah,
1: in <laughs> uh, <laughs> <get> the <clears throat> fucking trapeze and watch my family die in front of me. And
0: then you become. <laughs> then you meet uh, a man named Bruce Wayne, and then you, you help him. Is that what you're saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> ribbon. You'd be ribbon.
0: <laughs> okay, no, but the reason why I ask is because today's episode is actually about a carny. And he had a particular set of skills. No, he actually kind of did have a set of skills. Uh, what he had, he was born with a disability, and he came from a long line of family that had the same genetic abnormalities as he. And pretty much what he had, it's called a ectrodactyl, e- ectrodactyl. Sort of like saying pterodactyl, it's ectrodactyl. And basically, he became a sideshow freak, uh, along with his family and his fathers and his fathers before him. And he, uh, what it is, is it's basically your middle finger, it's either missing or it's fused to your finger to your, uh, first finger. And basically what it is, is you, you have hands that look like a claw. And that, that's what he thats what he was. So he he's basically the lobster boy. And so he came from a... Yeah, bar- it,
1: it, sorry to interrupt, but is that from uh, kind of like Bubble Boy? Like those group of sideshows where the guy like... He had like flippers for hands and stuff? Yeah,
0: yeah kind of. That, that's what they were. Yeah. He's a, car- <laughs> a sideshow freak, Carney. That's essentially what it is. Yeah, it's the same thing. Um, But so today's episode, if you haven't guessed by now, it's uh which I'm sure you guys haven't. But again, Strange Talk Podcast is different now. We have a different format, so I have two new co-hosts. Uh, so it's no longer just a one-man show. So usually the way it works now is they do not come from a world of true crime. I think Danny is a little bit into it, but I don't think yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah he into so it. he's a little bit into it. So he may be familiar with some of these cases. He may not. I don't know if he's familiar with today's case. So I just kind of tell. Robert and Danny, the case or the story or whatever we're talking about, and you know they kind of learn stuff, but today's episode today's episode is gonna be about the murder of the lobster boy, not of the lob well yeah because he was murdered, so here we go all right
1: so no yeah he
0: was well he wasn't a serial killer, but he killed someone. you'll find out, so here we go, let's get into it. So, born into a family with a long history of ectrodactyl, which is a deformity where the fingers and toes are fused together to produce a claw-like or flipper-like appearance, Grady Styles was a freak show performer known as Lobster Boy. That was his name, Grady Styles. He was born in 1937 and died at the age of 55 from a bullet to the back of his head. Okay. So since 1805, when Grady's ancestor, William Styles was born with the same affliction, the family continued to pass down the lobster claw condition from generation to generation. So he comes from a long line of lobster-esque mm-hmm. family. <laughs> like the last touch of fantasy life. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was them. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you say lobster, I just think of the song Rock Lobster. You think of the song Rock Lobster? <laughs> <laughs> by, by the Beach Boys.
1: Rock lobster?
0: <laughs> when you when you told me, I thought of Larry the lobster from SpongeBob. <laughs> oh, Larry the lobster from SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. When I think of SpongeBob, I always think of that stupid song. Uh, I ripped my pants.
1: I <laughs> ripped <laughs> my <pants. laughs> I
0: ripped my pants. I thought I had it. All wait, what did he say? Fuck it! All right, whatever. Let's get back to the <laughs> that, song, that
1: song and the sweater song.
0: The sweater song by yeah. by Weezer.
1: No, SpongeBob. SpongeBob's sweater song. Wait, what's the
0: sweater song by SpongeBob?
1: Best <laughs> time wear striped <laughs> sweater. What the fuck? <laughs> we <we're speaking> episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think I've ever
1: seen that episode. Yeah, bro. <laughs> was like fine and then like, uh, ripped my pants.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. about it. <laughs> okay, so um known to sometimes skip a generation, Grady's father was also afflicted and performed in a traveling carnival as a side show attraction. After Grady was born, his father bought him, brought him into the act as young as a young boy at the age of just 7 years old. With the, so he's, he was pretty much as a, he was considered a sideshow freak since he was the age of seven. You know, he just his father is like, well, you know, you're you're here with us now. <laughs>
1: okay, teach me how. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With the condition affecting both his hands and feet, his feet looked more like flippers than claws. Though he soon became a popular attraction. Brady enjoyed circus life and learned how to write his name and shoot a gun, despite his affliction. Not being able to walk, though, Grady used a wheelchair and would crawl around, soon developing a strong upper body and arms. So he was actually pretty swole uh, from just using yeah. his arms to get around because his le- he couldn't walk. His legs were just there for show.
1: So he is um, like Larry the Lobster. He's yeah, huge yeah. and
0: both. Yeah, he's huge and both. <laughs> Skip leg death. <laughs> 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 when he grew up, he married another employee of the carnival. Uh, her name was Mary Herzog but she wasn't a carnival act until later when she became the electrified girl. Even though Mary had no physical impairments, she was a survivor of incest and was previously married to a carnival worker who had been abusive towards her. Grady and Mary, also known as Teresa, lived together for nine years before getting married. So before the lobster boy got married, they'd lived together for about nine years, I guess to just test the waters or see how they, you know, like each other, I guess. They had Mm -hmm. two children together named Donna and Kathy. Kathy was born with the same deformity, but Donna was not. She was spared that alienment. Grady included them in his circus act, and they all toured together as the lobster family. When it was off-season, they resided in Gibsonton, Florida, known as Showtown, USA, which was a strange hub for circus performers during winter. So during that time, uh, Gibsonton, Florida, was uh, pretty much like a well- known area for sideshow performers to to spend their time in the off season like when they weren't traveling, they would go to Gibsonton and they would perform there to like kind of supplement their income while they weren't really traveling around. Grady was known for his bad temper and his drinking made it worse. He was actually a, a pretty bad alcoholic Grady was known uh, i mean sorry he beat up his wife and children with particular focus on Donna. After many beatings, he threw Mary and the children out. Mary turned to another circus performer named Harry Glenn Newman, who was known as the world's smallest man. (laughs) They married and had a son together who was given the same name as his father, although he was mentally impaired. Grady eventually filed for divorce and won custody of the children due to Mary not attending court. Then Grady married Barbara Browning, who produced another child with the Lobster Syndrome, named him Grady the Third. For some unknown reason, Grady did not approve of his daughter um, Donna's fiance. On the night before the wedding, he took a shotgun and murdered him in cold blood.
1: Oh shit!
0: Yeah. So on the the night before the wedding, he actually murdered um, his daughter's um, fiance, Donna. You can't be my. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's like you don't got lobster claws. We don't like your crabs. We don't like. We have to keep the family lobster. <laughs> I, I, I wish there it was like crab claws instead of lobster claws because I would love to like just put the snippet of audio from South Park when they go crab people, crab people. <laughs> I <I'm> fucking <laughs> love that thing. <laughs> it was 1978 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and he was taken to trial. Where he openly admitted his guilt and was convicted of third-degree murder. Grady's character witnesses included his friends from the circus, including the bearded lady, a carnival dwarf, and the fat man.
1: So, <laughs> oh wow! So being fat makes you a carnivore.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the th- fat th- man. Well, because he was like he was morbidly obese, and he was that was a thing. That was a sideshow attraction. It wasn't. It wasn't common like it is today for morbidly obese people like you know fast food wasn't as big as it is today you know what i'm saying so that's why it was considered a sideshow oddity. that what
1: the 600 pound man tv shows
0: oh yeah yeah it's the same thing it's pretty much the same thing it's it's just a a modern version of the sideshow attraction like those shows on tlc (laughs) those are all basically like sideshow attract like modern (laughs) modern day sideshow attractions like the obsessed people, the people that are obsessed with like weird things, like uh, have, you, yeah. have you have you seen the, the one, one where this kid's obsessed with like fucking? He's sexually attracted to like, um, what are the those car? kind of things? No, there. I know there's one like that, but yeah. there's yeah. one where he's like sexually attracted. That
1: what? Well, one of the dudes would make love to his car. That I was on that show, like addicted to stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he's in love with his car, dude, and he make really? love to it. Like, it's like his girlfriend or wife or something.
0: <laughs> no I know and then there was there's one though I'm talking about this one um, He's he got turned into a meme fuck He's he was like sexually attracted to inflatable pool toys
1: oh I remember that
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> did
1: he put penis in the noodle of the pool toy Dude. no he wouldn't do that he was
0: sexually attracted he sexually attracted to like animal looking ones and his favorite one <laughs> was a giraffe his- yeah. yeah, his favorite one was a giraffe. And he was like super sexually <laughs> aroused like by them. And there was like, I think in one of the scenes, they show him like making out with it. He's like kissing it. And he's like, I love you. You're so special to me. And I was just like, oh, Bro, no, I I can't oh, that's why. Yeah, I was just, like, oh, my God, this is so sad. I was like, but you know what? You know, and honestly, it's sad to us, but fuck it. You know, whatever. He's living his best life. He doesn't have to worry about stressing her. Like she doesn't, she, the, the fucking thing won't get mad at him. You know what I'm saying. My thing, yeah. My thing is like, if if I was to have
1: something like that, I wouldn't let a fucking
0: TV show record me doing it. <laughs> he,
1: he's,
0: <laughs> you know what though? He's he's owning his shame. Let's just say that. He's yeah, he's owning it. it. He's,
1: he, own- yeah, he's like,
0: yeah. So you know, to be honest with you, I give him more respect though because at least he's owning it. Yeah. He's like. He's hey, not, he's not even hiding his fact. He's, so, you know, he's more of a man than I'll probably ever be because he's owning it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's like, you're like yeah, I fuck. You're he, making, he's basically like, yeah, fuck those fucking inflatables. What you gonna do? Nothing? You're living my best life. Like, that's just, all of a sudden, use a rubber. <laughs> yeah, you <he> does not even <laughs> have to use one. they made out of rubber. <laughs> <laughs> Now they're made of plastic, I think. No, but anyways, back to the story, you totally went off topic with that. (laughs) So back to the case of the lobster boy. So seeing as there were no state institutions equipped to deal with his physical impairment, which was exacerbated by emphysema and cirrhosis of the liver, he was given 15 years probation. So at the trial, this is what he straight said to the judge. He was basically like, he told the judge, like, hey, you know, I don't, I, I imagine this is what he talked like. I don't know why I imagine like Carney's <laughs> talking like, hey, see ya, boys. Hey. hey, boys. Like, hey, boys. Like, I don't know, something like that. So he's like, hey, uh, so he basically just told the judge that like, there's no way I know you're going to put me in prison. And the judge was like, why? And he's like, because look at me. I have fucking claws for hands. Okay. I have claws for hands. I can't walk are you gonna take me and pick me up and, and move me around in the jail cell and stuff? No. no, no no. prison's gonna keep me because they don't have any medical equipment to take care of me. And the judge was like, oh fuck, he's got me. And, and he gave me- I been. I, if I was that judge, I would've been like, watch me. Hey, <laughs> he watch <laughs> me. <laughs> so now the judge was like, fuck, he got me. I, I have no way to, re- I have no rebuttal. So he basically said, all you right, you're, you're on 15 years of probation. So that's pretty much what happened. Like he got he he's he's out of prison. He he got away with murder, but he only has 15 years of probation. Hmm. There was a media circus during the trial and Grady showed no remorse for his actions. He was just unemotive. He had no emotion whatsoever. He was kind of just happy because for some reason Donna was the normal looking one of the family, right? But for some reason he abused them and his wife constantly. He was constantly abusing them. He was like berating them he would physically assault them but for some reason he loved donna so much and i think it was because psychologically it was like he created art because she was perfect she didn't have the ectrodactyl um, syndrome that he had um just as other children did it was uh there was a media circus during the trial i already read that and grady showed no remorse for his actions it was later revealed that donna wanted to get married as she had fallen pregnant which turned out to be a lie. So that was a lie. She didn't actually get pregnant. Apparently, Trap. (laughs) Trap. Apparently, Grady, It's a trap. (laughs) It's a trap. Admiral, Admiral. Apparently, Grady asked her fiancé to come over for a talk before shooting him. Madonna advised that Grady smiled as she held her dying fiancé in her arms. And Grady said to her, I told you I would kill him. I don't know why I imagined him talking like that. Ah, she... I told you I'd kill him. (laughs) Donna never spoke to her father ever again, but soon after the trial, Grady remarried Mary, who left her husband. So, that, Mary was his first wife, by the way, okay? So this all happened when he had gotten remarried. And it didn't take long for Grady to return to his old ways, even though he promised Mary that he was a changed man. I promise, Mary, I'm a changed man. I'm not gonna hit you anymore. And as soon as he just took (laughs) to the bottle, smack! Go down and make some fucking coffee! (laughs) This is alter ego, that's why. Yeah, that's I don't know I don't know. Honestly, I think it was because um I think it was more because of the alcoholism and the fact that he was basically his whole life was a fucking like his whole life was a sham. Like his whole life his whole purpose in life was to just be stared and gawked at and ridiculed in a way. Nobody probably said things to him, or I imagine, you know, kids probably did. But I imagine, you know, really? like living a life like that. Of course, you're gonna take to alcohol. You got to numb that pain. You got to numb yourself to just constantly be a sideshow freak. You know, should have done He should have done message. Yes. <laughs> then he would have been even more of a freak.
1: He got <laughs> more views.
0: <abuse. laughs> I think. I think had he been alive today, maybe it would have been different because by today's standards, in today's life, it's so much different than it was back. Like he would be. He would be famous, more famous than what he was. But to be honest, though, like I've seen some like uh like paperwork of like not paperwork, but I've seen like some estimates of what he made. He didn't. He wouldn't really have a fucking bad life when it comes to finances because during the season when they would tour around, he would make anywhere between eighty thousand to fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's how much money he would make just for him standing there. He's not because some of the sideshow acts they would actually perform something. They would do like death-defying stunts or something all he would do was simply sit in a fucking room that would just have like a plate glass or he like depends on like the area that he was working in but some sideshows would have them where they'd be standing outside sitting like on like a stage or they'd have them inside like a museum type area where they would be encased in like a glass room almost like a zoo yeah like a human zoo yeah a human zoo they would be in things like that and that's all he would do is just stand there and just play with his family or just like Hang out and himself, <clears throat> or just yeah, he'd just be like jerking it, like <laughs> like yeah, hey, y'all ever seen one? <laughs> I show you what these lobster hands can do. <laughs> <laughs> Give you the old flipper. <laughs> <laughs> so Granny continued to beat up and terrorize his family. Now Kathy was the focus of his rage, and one time he punched her in the jaw so hard it swelled for days. I, I wonder what that punch would have looked like with his fucking hands, his like claw. Yeah, because essentially yeah, his hands flat. are permanently doing the Vulcan like hand set. <laughs> you
1: know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's essentially
0: that's what his hands do. So Dude, I imagine how does, like, how does he ball that up to like soccer? Like is, is the the hand like like does he Vulcan pinch her or something? Like that's what I want to know. Vulcan. <laughs> <Well, laughs> little foot like fold
1: and bend like a normal hand
0: i don't know see that's the thing i don't know i'm sure there's video somewhere if i look up on youtube but i have a couple of pictures i'm going to be posting on the instagram at strange talk podcast where you can see like basically what he looked like it show it only you can see his hand it basically looks like because his, his middle finger is fused to his uh first finger his index finger so it looks as though like it, it's just too like you ever seen what a ginger root plant looks like? Like, you, you know what ginger is, right? You, you see what it looks like, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what his fingers look like. The ends of the ginger. Like, you know how they turn <laughs> into a little point? That's what his fingers look like. They look like ginger roots. That's crazy. He would lie bed, <laughs> talking about how he was going to kill the whole family and often choke Mary and woke her up with a knife at her throat. Often, almost every night. Yeah, that's magic. what he'd do because his drinking was so bad. He would often just jokingly and casually talk like, Hey, I'm just gonna kill you guys all one night. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> like oh. I gave you guys the lobster clock. You know, that's like that's what I'm a- your And Mary would wake up with him oftentimes like, with a knife to her throat, and he would just be staring at her, sweating over her, saying, like, you know how this is how easy it would be. This is how easy it would be. So she'd be he would tell her like when he would have the knife up to her throat, he would tell her, like, this is how easy it would be, so don't fucking piss me off. Or, "This is you should be thankful that I don't do it, because this is how easy it is. This is a reminder for you, that every night I give you the gift of life.
1: See, why yeah. did
0: the wife just go and kill him when he slept? Because she was afraid. See, that, I, that's a, that's a crazy thing. You would think that, you know, a tormentor, right? You would think that that's, like, that's the most easiest outcome, right? But it's because when you have that, if you're able to put fear into somebody it, it's almost like they beget they get stockholm syndrome in a way i don't know if you're familiar with what stockholm syndrome is
1: yeah where they fall in love with the kidnappers or something like that right yeah that's Type pretty much what it is.
0: yeah yeah that's pretty much like why, kind of what can happen to somebody it's sort of like an abuser it's like when, like a person who's in an abusive relationship they know that they want to get out of it they know that they want to go but they don't know anything better they don't know different so they constantly stay with that person because that's all they know you know they're used mm-hmm. to it, yeah, they're just used to it. They think that's the love that they deserve in a way. <clears throat> it goes without saying that she had enough, and she needed to get out. It was nineteen ninety two when Mary and her son Harry Glenn Newman Jr, approached a classmate with gang ties. His name was seventeen year old Chris Wyant, offering him a thousand five hundred to kill the lobster boy, Grady Styles, who was fifty five years of age at the time. He was shot in the back of the head as he sat in his underwear in his trailer. Mary's son, known as Glenn, had an IQ of only 79. And when questioned by police, he broke down after failing a lie detector test, spilling the beans.
1: <laughs> yeah. Why, why is that funny? I don't, know. I don't know why we're
0: laughing. Why are we laughing? I started laughing because you started laughing, Robert. Why did you start laughing?
1: Because I just, uh, like, how did someone come up with, like, like, telling the truth or like whatever spilling the beans like that whole concept just cracks me up I know it's so dumb but like, he spilled the beans like what the fuck about he was telling anything
0: I don't know and that's just the saying that they had back then I guess that's why it I was, I I was laughing because I'm figuring out like what the fuck are you going to say to him you know what I mean yeah yeah like what what could you say to him <laughs> <laughs> So, Wyant was sentenced to 27 years in prison after being convicted of second-degree murder. Glenn, ironically, was named the mastermind. He was sentenced to life in prison while his mother was convicted of conspiracy to commit murder and sentenced to 12 years in prison. Grady's son, Grady Stiles III, told the authorities that after an argument between Grady, which was his father, the lobster boy, and Mary, she had mentioned that something needed to be done. Her son, Glenn... Harry Glenn Newman had apparently overheard her statement and told Wyant, who shot Grady soon afterwards. Maria stated in her defense that my husband was going to kill my family. That's what she said in court. That's the reason why she hired Chris to kill the lobster boy, because how he constantly threatened her every night when he would put the knife to her throat, saying how easy it would be to just end them
1: all. Yeah.
0: I believe that from the bottom of my heart, I'm sorry this happened, but my family is safe now. That is what she said in her trial. After all that, due being so loath in the community, no one offered to serve as a pallbearer for Grady the Lobster Boy Styles at his funeral. So basically, he was a piece of shit, apparently. like Nobody liked working with him. Nobody liked being around him. Everybody yeah. hated him, unfortunately. And so because of that, on his funeral, nobody wanted to carry the coffin to the grave. The, the funeral director had to look for people to to like take the the coffin to the to the gravesite. I'll pay you fifty bucks if you do this for me, come on. Hey I need a favor. <laughs> <laughs> the only marking on his grave is an engraving of clasped hands along with his name. Nothing else.
1: Is it still standing?
0: yeah, it's still standing. I don't know where it's at though. I didn't look that up where where it was at. I should have done that, but looking at my research paper right here, I didn't actually put that in there but yep, yeah, that's the story of Gary the lobster boy styles yeah he uh he wasn't very liked uh unfortunately, and not a lot of people showed up to his funeral, not even his own family. I think the only it's, person it's, it's that sh- I think the only person that showed up was Donna despite him having killed, I think she still showed up. I don't know if it was out of the kindness of her heart because she still loved him or I think it was because she knew that nobody else was going to be there for him. But yeah, she was the only one that showed up, not the wife or anything. And uh, yeah, so he was just kind of hated in the community. And so the, uh, going back to American horror story, when they did the freak show uh, season, which I watched, cause those were pretty good. Those were pretty good episodes. I just didn't really like American horror story got bad after a while, but um, yeah, he, that show that that whole season was basically, um was basically uh like kind of loosely based on him. That's why they had one of the characters be a lobster boy. So that's gonna be it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the lobster boy and his hideous hor oh, I was about to say horny <laughs> hideous horrendous hideous, horrendous uh um, crime where he murdered his, fian- his his daughter's fiancé. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's because yeah, that oh, flipper man i tell you he he could, he, could give, he could give me the flipper if you know what i mean <laughs> deep, but speaking of which, going back to the flipper thing no joke no joke when i was doing the research i forgot to put it in there but when i was doing the research i i read an article it was like um taken from like a book that somebody wrote about the actual thing i forgot what the name of the book was but i think it was called the murder of the lobster boy or something like that but i forgot mm-hmm. who the author was, but. In the book, I, I read, like, a little snippet that somebody took um, that they were doing research on it. But I guess there was a time that when he got into an argument with his wife, like, his wife didn't – I don't know which one it was. I don't know if it was Mary or if it was his second wife. All I know is that he got into an argument with well, one of them, and they decided to put uh, – what are those things called that they put inside you if you're a woman? Uh, It's like a birth control. It's like a, it looks like a T shaped thing, a U, I, oh, I, yeah. U, D or I, E. I, U, D, D. Yeah, I, U, D. Yeah, that, that thing. Yeah, so she, yeah. she like got mad at him, and he was like arguing with her, like, I want more kids. But I think he, the reason why he wanted more kids wasn't necessarily because, well, the author said it wasn't necessarily because he wanted kids because he truly loved having children. I think it was because that was what he got his income from. Was because when he died, or when when he like was getting old and he wasn't going to do this thing anymore, his kids could live on the legacy and he could get income that way. Uh, mm-hmm. But she had <laughs> put in an IUD so that way she couldn't have any more children because she's like, I don't want to create any more freaks because I don't want them to be like you. I guess apparently what he did was he he fucking got up and he's like, No, you're going to have kids with me, bitch. And he got up and he put his hand inside of her vagina. Ugh. And pulled out the IUD.
1: Ew! Yeah. Right there.
0: Yeah, apparently that's what he did. He just pulled it out, ripped it out, and he's like, no, we're going to have more children. You're going to make more, more children. Oh, God!
1: <laughs> okay, the fact that he knows exactly where to reach and, like, like what got- part to grab and pull. Like, I I know what the vagina is. I'm not an idiot, but, like, <laughs> yeah, but I'm no. <laughs> Nope, this isn't it. Nope, nope. Ah, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know. He was able to do it. He was able to do it, and he just pulled it out like nothing. That's, that's how painful what that it
1: must have been. I, yeah, Jesus I can't Christ. imagine
0: the excruciating pain she must have felt from that. But yeah, oh! that's, yeah, that's what he did because he wanted more kids, and he was. It's pretty much like he got his way, and especially when he was drinking. That's why he was so hated. Nobody liked working with him. Nobody liked just liked him as a person. What were you going to well, say? Well, he lived a very sad life. Yeah, which I guess, sad. yeah, in a way you can't really blame him because it's what is, what is, oh, you know? Is a product of, he's a product of his environment. He was treated yeah. like shit, even though he made pretty good money. But I guess he, just, that should show you that just because you have money doesn't mean you're necessarily happy, you know? I'm right. So I'm right. that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, because that's why a bunch of fucking celebrities kill themselves. They, they technically have not made, but yet for some reason, they're unhappy and they kill themselves. But that's another story for another time. But uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode. <clears throat> Thank you guys for listening to Strange Stalk Podcast. Strange Stalk Podcast is uh, a bi-week, no, not bi-weekly. We're a weekly podcast. <laughs> We're a weekly podcast. So stay tuned for the next episode. I have a couple of topics that I think I might introduce. Um, let me know what you guys want to hear. Well, actually, you know what? I'll leave it up to you to the new co-host. Which which story would you guys want to hear? So I have a couple of uh, topics. Uh, let's let, let me get to them uh i, ha- I haven't haven't done the research yet i just happened to just see the story and i was like oh shit these might actually be pretty good um okay so you can tell me which one you guys want to do so we could do the john edward robinson he was a serial killer who owned a farm and killed plenty of people and would put their bodies in vats of acid <laughs> oh, uh, so we have you vats vats? kids eat them I don't know if he would let his pigs eat him. I haven't done the research on him. I just saw... I was just looking up, like, new topic ideas and stuff. <clears throat> so, or we have this other guy who was a serial killer. His name was Maury Troy Travis. Um, and what he would do is he would kidnap women. He was an African-American man. Uh, and he, he was based in St. Louis, Missouri. And what he would do is he would kidnapped women, mainly like prostitutes and stuff, but he would take them back to his home and he would re- videotape him torturing, raping, and murdering them.
1: Oh, jeez. So and which one another. would
0: you guys, which would you, so I'll leave it up to you guys. Which would you guys want to hear the most?
1: More Travis the farm, or the,
0: the farm dude?
1: I want to hear more about the farm dude, but I'm down for the other yeah. one too. I just I'm interested really, to see what he does on the farm with these like dead bodies and animals. Straight up.
0: Straight up. Okay, so you guys, so so get it. Okay, so then it's settled. So the next episode will be about uh, John Edward Robinson. So you guys hear this. You you listeners, if you made it this far, thank you for listening to this episode of Strange Talk Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Lobster Boy murder. Um, So stay tuned for next week's episode. It's going to be about John Edward Robinson. Uh, I don't really know much about this case. I never heard about it. I happened to just see it on a video when I was just getting ideas for doing an episode topic for next week. And I happened to just run into that guy uh, name when they said, Oh yeah, look this guy up. He's pretty crazy. And I did. And guess he is in fact, indeed crazy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I thank you guys again for listening to this episode. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Um, if you guys want to give us an idea for an episode, you can always uh, follow us at strange talk podcast on Instagram, or you could send us stuff via email at StrangeTalk Podcast at Outlook What's that email again, guys?
1: Strange Talk Podcast at <laughs>
0: Outlook.com. Oh yeah. Alright. <laughs> Thank you guys and as always, stay fucking strange.